Welcome to the Bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi. Hello, birthday girl. Oh, stop it. The day this drops, Corey just told me that her solar return begins tonight. Yeah. The night before her birthday. My birthday is tomorrow, and I was born at about 12.04 in the a.m. Wow. I was born at home. I was born real fast. And my mom, bless her heart, was like, I just had you at home because, A, you made me, and B, I didn't want to have you engorsed on the way to the hospital. And I was like, thank you. I don't want to be born engorsed. Engorsed. Gorsed is the armpit between Port Orchard and Bremerton. Oh, my gosh. No shade to people who live in Gorst. I'm sure you're all fabulous I'm sure you're all great. I know you are. Speaking of fabulous people, Mm -hmm. our patrons rock. Our patrons rock so hard. They really do. Hello, patrons. Thank you. Hey, Kevin. Hey, 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 (laughs) Kevin. I saw what you did. Thanks, bud. (laughs) You're awesome. You're awesome. Yeah. And I'm just uh, having fun and, yeah, and... Improving my filmmaking skills slowly but surely. <laughs> uh, it'll happen, people. It'll happen. But also, do you know who else is great? There have been people that have been reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Yes. That I little, love that's a function. Yeah. Now, I know. I mean, it's not it's not review, review. It's just, you know, the right. stars things. But it's cool. really cool. And we have a couple of emails and so many people have been talking to us on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. It's about, pretty darn fun. Um, I love talking to you all. So please keep talking. To us, we love it to death, and we will keep interacting with as many of you for as long as possible. Also, I, moment of vulnerability, yeah, have not been keeping up on the TikTok as much as I would like. Is there anything you all want to see? Content, you want to see tea content, do you want to see um kitchen witchery content? Do you want to see funny content? Like, what do you what do you want from me? Because I I have a lot of (laughs) interests and are varied, and you can, I want to vote. What's that? Vote. Tell me. I want witchery stuff. You want more kitchen witchery stuff? And 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 I want your burn your your wood burning wood stuff? burning stuff. And I want your tarot stuff. Okay. Okay. I need all right. Stop. I'll stop. Well. I'll stop. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Anyway, what do you what do you all what want do you out all there? want to see? There we go. Well, today, yes. Unless there's any current news you would like to bring in and talk about. Oh, uh, I started watching a show that I've been looking forward to watching that if you all like Misha Collins, you should watch it. It's on PBS. Uh, You can get it on Amazon Prime through their PBS extension, which I bought because they got me. Because Misha Collins. They got me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And it's called Road Food. And uh, it's really great. He just goes, he's like exploring America one dish at a time or something like that is the slogan. And it's, it's really good. And it's fun watching him sort of get his bearings as a host because I don't think he's ever really hosted a show. How fun. And so like the first one you can tell he's like kind of like trepidatious a little and it's just it's really really very good and I love him. 
So it's called Road Food, and I think that you should watch it. Also, I'm looking over at Detta, and her mug has prints on it, and her it phone has prints on it. It's true. And she's just like, they're both staring at me. It's true. It and is it's true. It's very good. Well, should we head out to the library? I would love to go to the library All with right. you. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. What library do you have for what us today? What library stuff do you have for oh, us today? Okay. So, what I have for us, I have two different things. Oh, I suppose we should probably say also, we're going to be oh, talking yeah. about two different tarot cards. <laughs> Let's start over again. <laughs> no, no. We've dragged you We've dragged you into the library, and now we're going to tell you what we're studying. All right. I'm doing Justice. And I'm doing the Wheel of Fortune card. I'm number 11. I'm number 10. Mm-hmm. Great. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> And the reason I wanted to come to the library mm-hmm. is both of them. In Ooh. all of the resources that I read, they mention karma and relate it to karma, which I'll get to in a moment. But first, my resources are Rachel Pollock, mm-hmm. Teresa Reed, mm-hmm. Zafer.org, and TarotElements.com, which talk about Zafer Yetzar. And that is spelled S E F E R. Next word, Y-E-T-Z-I-R-A-H, which is known as the Book of Creation or the Book of Formation and contains the mother letters, which is what we are seeing in some of the tarot cards, which is part of the Kabbalah. So when you go into some of the cards, Mm -hmm. they'll have a Hebrew letter associated with it. Interesting. And the Hebrew letter for justice is lamb. Or lame, I think it's lamb, is is how it's it's L A M E, and that is the Hebrew letter that is associated with it, which sent me down the the curiosity of why are there Hebrew letters associated, and not everybody does it, but Jewish mysticism absolutely created this system, and cool. and you can read about it, you can read about it in the Book of Creation, Hey-o. and you can read about it. On this article that I'll provide uh, on tarot elements, it's the letter of mothers, and there is no such thing as the letter of fathers that I found, but the letter of mothers is in the Kabbalah, and that's why that shows up sometimes on your tarot cards. So that then took me down the other path, what the where I actually first started. <laughs> what I found in all of my research mm-hmm. was that both the Wheel of Fortune... Mm-hmm. And justice mm-hmm. mentioned karma. Hmm. Interesting. And since we in the West have such a weird freaking view of what karma is, I looked it up. Get me started. So karma actually translates to the word action. Mm-hmm. And although, yes, it involves destiny and fate, it is not about destiny and fate. And it's not always a one for one. And it's definitely not always a one for one in this lifetime. Mm-mm. But it is about balance. Which I will now be quiet about because that's what I'm going to talk about when I'm talking about justice. And I also have, and I apologize, I'll put it in the show notes. I also have a reference for where I did my research on karma and what it meant. And you can read a lot more about what it actually is, how it actually works. And it's absolutely fabulous and wonderful. And karma is a bitch is a phrase we should get out of our language. Yeah, there's a, (laughs) karma is a great example of a complicated and vast eastern philosophy that was uh stripped of a lot of its nuance 
or all of its nuance into a more palatable, understandable, seasonless, yeah, <laughs> like uh, easily commodified concept for the Western world. Mm. So yeah, uh, yeah. I see that. When I say seasonless, I mean there's no spices. <laughs> uh, and I used to love that phrase. Yeah. I mean, you know, but now that I know. But that phrase could yeah. easily be replaced with what you put out, you attract. Mm-hmm. Or what you create, you like. What you create, you can manifest. Right. Like what, what you put out comes back to you. What karma allows for is change. Yeah. And also it, yeah. it's part of a larger... A system of beliefs. Yep. yep. So, like, <laughs> which to isolate yeah. karma is is, yeah. is is silly and strips it entirely of most of its meaning. But we don't have time. But for that. yes. But however, this particular part mm-hmm. of karma absolutely relates to the justice card. So I'm going to talk Definitely. about uh, that when we get out to the bonfire and talk about the cards. I love that. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. And what about you? Uh, I only have a little bit of library for the Wheel of Fortune card. And that is just that it's been, since about the 15th century, it's been modeled after the medieval concept of Rona Fortunae, which is the wheel of the goddess Fortuna, which I think is fascinating. I didn't get too deep in that because it offered the opportunity for me not to get any sleep that night. So, (laughs) uh, but I think that that's, I think that that's interesting because I don't know. I just think it's interesting that's the concept that endured. Yeah. And that that is what they chose to I represent on these cards. But I'll talk a little bit more about uh, the Wheel of Fortune when we go out to the That bonfire. sounds great. Yeah. I just have to say, in a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing prophecy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I researched on a certain person who is a prophet, mm-hmm. they have a card, a Wheel of Fortune card designed with her in it oh. in one of the research uh, websites that I went to. So we'll talk about that in two, teaser, teaser. two episodes. We have something to talk about before we go to the bonfire, which is new for us, everybody, but I think you're going to like it. Yeah, I think you're going to like yeah. it. Yes. And we want to tell you about... That Witch Life Mini Con. Yes. And you heard me talk about the regular conference that happened back in October Mm -hmm. and how awesome it was. And this is also going to be amazing. So it's called That That Witch Life Mini Con, which I think is super cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's basically just like a day-long virtual event. Mm -hmm. It's happening in March, on March 5th. March 5th. And there's going to be workshops and it's going to have like a really wide range of subjects. Yeah. So if I remember correctly from listening to the mm-hmm. podcast, because I heard about it there first, I believe Kanani is doing herbalism and Hillary is doing urban magic and Courtney is doing working with deities. And the special guest is Stephanie Rose Bird. So that's going to be pretty exciting stuff. What she, is her class on? Uh, her class is going to be DNA Ancestry Magic. I'm so excited. Which is wild that that's a subject. I didn't even know that was a thing. There's a great book by Patty, uh, I'm going to butcher her name, Wingren, the woman that we read a lot on Mm. Lone Religions Mm -hmm. called Badass Ancestry. Mm -hmm. I have that book. It's a really good one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think because people are really interested in ancestry work but not particularly interested in their family sometimes because a lot of us come from... You know, trauma, not everybody. And and even when we do, sometimes we want to connect with our ancestors. But 
it, it, I, I, sh- I bet she's going to talk about how Definitely. to navigate that particular system. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited about it. I'm hoping I, wonder, I can take it. My favorite thing about uh, DNA tracing is is uh, tracking the movements of human beings across oh, the globe throughout right? history. So I just wonder if she's going to talk about that at all. I just listened to some podcast. Oh, I wish I could remember who talked about where his people came from but he is like so far down the line but mm-hmm. he tracked it all the way back down to Africa and to then the cradle said, of life baby. yes and then said at one point he goes would you know we all do yeah. right he, he said he goes we walked across my people walked across continent and then it broke up yeah and then it drifted he, he, he goes this is not made up shit you can do this research yeah. I know because I did I wish I could remember what the podcast was anyway yeah yeah I'm I wonder sorry. if she's gonna talk about that at all yeah anyway it's gonna be amazing and you can get, uh, you can register to go to it at thatwitchlife.com and just make sure you check out their podcast because yeah. I'm sure they're going to be talking about it more. Oh, God. As I love closer. them so much. Yeah. And if you, y- y'all, I got to totally, just spending time with these three women, it's it's really a gift. Go. Go, go, go. Go if you can. <laughs> go, right. go, go. There you go. All right. Let's head out to the bonfire. Let's head out to the bonfire. Now that you've experienced our first ever I know. ad, question mark? I guess mark? so. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would have talked about it anyway. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I go first this time. You do. Which is unusual. I usually am the second one. Uh, But I really wanted to do the Wheel of Fortune card, and Detta has uh, expressed interest in doing the Justice card, so it worked out. Dun dun. Dun dun. (laughs) Bum bum. In the criminal justice system. (laughs) Okay, so like I mentioned, since the 15th century, it's been modeled after the goddess Fortuna and her wheel. The general vibe of this card usually, it denotes sort of a random interference, right, in your life. An occurrence that you had not planned for. A sudden and unpredictable change. Now, immediately, and this is work I'm doing, I saw that and I thought, oh, that's bad. Like, it has to be a bad, unpredictable change. Uh It does not. So I used, how funny, we've switched, because I used to think when I pulled up that card, oh, I love this card, and I've started to go, oh. <laughs> well, it, an unpredictable change could be anything. It can. It could be it can. a windfall. It can. It could be a tragedy. It could be something that feels sort of like net neutral, but just weird and unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. It could be, if you want to break it down into simpler terms, it'd be good luck, bad luck, right, if you believe in luck. Um, and it's sort of, if you look at the Wheel of Fortune card <laughs> in most <laughs> decks, you're going to see an amalgam of so many different belief systems. Oh, my goodness. It is wild. Uh, it is, it's just, there's astrology symbols sometimes or Greek letters or or just other like weird symbol symbolism and symbology, like weird, fun stuff from across different cultures and that's because when time went on it the appeal of this card to different cultures Mm -hmm. was so great and so relatable that it just like absorbed all those different symbols which is why when you look at a wheel of fortune card now in most decks it's complicated looking (laughs) it is complicated it's really complicated looking and there's a figure and sometimes they've got a dagger sometimes they've got a scepter sometimes they've got an animal companion with them Symbols, sacred geometry. Yeah, tons There's of sacred just, geometry. Yeah, which is the 
term, the exact term I was trying to find in my brain, but it got lost, oh. was sacred geometry. Oh. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Well, you're very welcome. It's because I was reading your mind. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to take it from you, though. Essentially, this is, sometimes we look at our cards and we think it's a positive card, it's a negative card, or it's a creative card or a destructive card. This is a sort of neutral card because in I think even more than most other cards in the deck this card is like completely reliant on the other cards around oh, wow. it not to say that you couldn't pull it in a single card pull right and yeah. and get some really good information from it but depending on your question I suppose mm-hmm. but like this I think of this card kind of like a mirror when it's in a reading with other cards because mm. it reflects all of the other cards and that's what gives it its meaning in that I reading. Love that Does that make idea. sense? Yeah. I've never looked at it that way. I'm going to have to play with that the next yeah. time I pull it. And that's not to say that it doesn't have its own meaning, but I think that its its meaning is what allows it to do that. Mm-hmm. It's less of a... Think of it like a cup. Okay. This card is a cup, and the cup is pretty, and it's got like etchings on the outside, but if you pour in different colors of liquid it's going to change mm. colors, right? It's, cl- it's clear, right? So you can see all the color right. mixing and changing. So that is what happens when you have other cards on the other sides of this wow. card. That's what I, I think of. I, the break, the like major breakdown of this card that I would say is if you get it, think about it like this. The wheel continues to turn, right? We mm-hmm. cannot stop the wheel from turning. Right. There's always going to be change. The right. wheel continues to turn. You get to decide how to ride the wheel. Are you riding the wheel from the center where it's a little bit tighter of a spin, but it's a little safer? Or are you riding on the edge of the wheel where it's slower, but you will actually get smushed? Do you know what I mean? So the wheel of fortune is that wheel. It keeps turning. It keeps turning. You get to decide how to ride it. But if you hang out on that very, very edge and try to hang on to something that is ready to change, you're going to go underneath the you're wheel. Get oh, smushed. wow. But if you're also, if you're riding the center. Yep. You won't experience anything from the outer edge, and it's at the center, so it moves faster. It's tighter. It's yeah. a dizzying spin in the middle. Whereas at the edge, you have more time from the ground to the ground on the other mm-hmm. side. Do you know what I mean? I think it works for this card. Thanks. White well. My favorite Wheel of Fortune cards, I brought them. Mm-hmm. Please. Are from the White Newman Tarot deck. Uh, I just think she's beautiful. Can I see her? Yes. Because I have my deck, but I don't want to rifle through. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I love her. Uh, she's got this beautiful wheel behind her, and there's a couple astrological symbols, and she's wearing <laughs> a frankly sexy outfit. <laughs> uh, but she also looks very powerful. She's got, like, a bracers on her arms, and she's got, like, metal shield shoulder pads, and and she's holding this gold dagger with a red handle. And Warrior she's, woman. She's got this vibe on her face that's, like... She looks like the physical embodiment of the phrase, fuck around and find out. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's got this sort of, like, weary, like, world-weary, like, go-ahead, try-me kind of vibe mm-hmm. on her face, which I love very much. Um, but, like, her left hand is very delicate and open, and her right hand is, like, gripping this knife in front of her. And it's, like, I think a beautiful physicalization of... <laughs> Could be good, could be shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Out. It's beautiful. And then the other one I have is the Wheel of Fortune card from the black uh, deck from Welcome to Night Vale. 
Oh. Which is, the reason I love it is because it doesn't look like a Wheel of Fortune. What's it look like? It is a crow. But look at that infinity symbol. With a ra- or a raven. Oh. Nope, it's a rounded. Oh, it's not an infinity symbol? Oh, it's an infinity symbol, yes. Oh, oh. I was trying to decide if it was a crow or a raven, but the oh. tail is rounded, so it is a crow. <gasps> and it's got this red eye all around it, our hands reaching for it. Mm. And then a glowing infinity symbol clutched in its claws. Oh, and its wow. wings are spread wide. And I don't know why they chose this art for this card. But there's something about it. What goes around comes around. It's always going to change. And nothing ever ends. There's something about it that feels like a cycle. Yeah. And there's something about it that's kind of dark and makes me think of be aware of what happens when you're constantly reaching and clutching. Like what what would happen if you maybe didn't <laughs> do that? Like what would happen if you didn't hold on so tight? If you weren't constantly striving for something without maybe necessarily understanding what it is. What a lesson. And it's just a really cool card. Just hold on loose <laughs> but don't let it go. 38 special there for you, everyone. Everybody, you're welcome. Um, but it's a beautiful card. And the infinity symbol is definitely, I think, representative of the fact that the wheel continues to turn. Big wheel, keep on turning. <laughs> uh, that was the first song Tammy ever sang to me. Really? Proud Mary, yeah. She was playing it on the guitar. I love uh, that song. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So the infinity symbol there, I think, is is this card's version of the wheel, which I think is neat. Uh, but it's, it's beautiful and spooky. <laughs> Which is kind of right up my street. Um, yeah. Cool. That's what I have to say about the Wheel of Fortune. I love it. What do you have to say about justice, Detta? Oh, justice. Justice. What do I... What What don't I have to say about justice? <laughs> and the cards I brought today were from the White Newman. Mm-hmm. From Kids for Tarot. Or Tarot for Kids. <laughs> justice. He looks like Harry Potter to me. And he's holding scales. And... Uh, Deborah Blakesley, uh, Everyday Witchcraft. Cute. And yeah. And uh, the judgment, though, for <laughs> for the Newman, for the white Newman, it's not scales. It's this side eye of really? You're going to do that? I mean, it's her just face. Like, her face is just, she's so bored. I love this deck so much. It's I'm madly in love with this deck. Yeah. And all right. And now it is number 11. Mm-hmm. It is the Libra card because it is about balance Mm. and it is in the air element and as i mentioned earlier in some decks the hebrew sign uh the hebrew letter lamb lamb is there here's the thing about justice (laughs) it can really bite you in the ass sure or it can really i mean you reap what you sow you get what you put out there it's I think that's why the word karma is associated with it so much is because it's but what I like about it is because it is justice and mm-hmm. it is about balance it's a it is about when you're when you're pulling it it's about the opportunity to change okay. it is about the opportunity it, okay, so for example if you get it and you're the one who's being handed justice then you need to take it with grace and take mm. responsibility for it and possibly change it and do better next time. Sure. That is, it's not like a, I mean, it might be, it might be harsh. It might yeah. be you're going to prison. It might be, you know, you lose a job or whatever. Or a because of Or a friend because of something that you have done or a relationship. But hopefully 
you will take the opportunity to learn from that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So full disclaimer here, because we're doing tarot readings. It happened to be the card I pulled, one of the cards I pulled for our patrons. Uh, so, So I talked a little bit about this. So if you're one of our patrons, you're hearing some of the stuff I wrote, but not all of it. So let's keep going down the justice path. <laughs> Let's keep going down the path of justice. It's also an opportunity for reconciliation, truth, fairness. You have to be discerning. So here's the thing for me about justice. You are you also have the opportunity to fight for justice. When you're fighting for justice, you have to be discerning mm-hmm. <laughs> because as we have been learning the last couple of years, truth is truth and everybody has a different version of it. And that doesn't necessarily make it less true. Sometimes it does when it's based on fact and figures. But when it's based on feeling, when it's something that can be based on feeling, you have to be discerning. And if you're if you pull the justice card, you're being told to be fair. Mm. You're being reminded that you need to look at this from an unbiased, which is hard for me sometimes, Mm -hmm. really, really hard for me, especially because of my magical activism. I have ideas in my head when I go into it. So if I pull the card, I'm like, okay, am I going down the right path? Am I speaking where I should be speaking? Should I be shutting up and letting somebody else speak and supporting them? What is the best way for me to serve this truth, for me to serve this justice? Sometimes, though, it can be a card where there's legal trouble coming. It can indicate that. And that's where you have to start to look around the other cards and find out where your responsibility lies. But it can also, like, for example, if you pulled the justice card and you pulled the seven of swords, which is this thievery card. Sure. And you're you're thinking about buying a car or thinking about buying this dream house that you absolutely love. Probably a sign that there might be issues and there might be hidden agendas from other people who are trying to sell that item and you might want to reconsider slow down Mm -hmm. and that's the other thing too and not just because we're in mercury retrograde right now i think when you pull the justice card no matter whether it's you getting justice or dealing justice or justice is coming for a friend and you need to be there to support them you have to slow down Mm -hmm. you have to slow down and listen i think it's also another really good card to have with other cards so that you can tell the whole story yeah but sometimes it does show up in my one draw you know when i pull the justice card i always ask myself immediately is there something i'm being defensive about great question i think that's the best question to ask it's a really good card for that because when we're confronted with particularly when justice is being acted upon us Mm -hmm. because of something we've done the immediate reaction is defensiveness and so when I pull the justice card, I'm always like, oh, <laughs> do I need to unclench and look at something more objectively? Am I being defensive? I think that's right. I think that's a really healthy thing to do when you pull this card. And again, because karma is related to it, it is about action and it's not about fate. It's about making things right, no matter what side of the justice you're, you're being dealt it it is a it is a tool it's it's a tool for personal discovery and growth and how to put that out into the world i think sometimes too it's a call to action no oh, for sure there's so much going on in the world right now and it's really easy to fall into existential dread <laughs> and <laughs> how uh, dare you come for me like this <laughs> i know i know uh, it's it's hard to f- it's it's hard to feel like we're doing enough. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. the fact is, listen to Conowin's or other astrologers stuff if you're into that kind of thing. We're in a we're in a waiting phase and it doesn't mean we have to do nothing yeah but it also means that we have to be patient because we can't do everything we want to right now and that's hard for me yeah (laughs) yeah but if you know just channel your inner leslie odom jr yeah you know i'm not standing still i am lying in wait that's yes I God, I love that man's music. His voice is so pretty. I, I love He's everything so about pretty. him. I, if you don't have his Christmas albums, oh, his Christmas oh, albums, yeah, slaps very hard. Yes, his winter song. He's got two versions of it. Listen to both of them. I don't even care if it's Yule or or Christmas. Yeah. Listen to them anyway. It's I think it's a great solstice song. Oh sure. Uh, the I I sang it on solstice for myself. My ritual sure, this sure. year. That's how I I feel about that card. And I think that the reason I I hear that it's coming up a lot for a lot of people. Mm. I think we just have to keep working towards justice and we have to realize that the wheel is going to be turning Mm -hmm. and it might not be completely in our favor, but this too shall pass. It doesn't mean that if hopefully in our lifetime, you know, Mm -hmm. that Supreme Court justice will turn, you know, definitely in a lot of listeners' lifetimes and probably yours. I, I'm hoping in my lifetime I I get to see the wheel turn again and that we're actually moving towards something we can fix yeah. and a true democracy and a true taking care of other human beings and not the other way. Can we? You just brought up such a great yeah. thing that I want to talk about yeah, now. please. Uh, talk about the fool's journey as the fool gets to the wheel of fortune and justice because if you think about it say the fool is in a cart he's riding in a cart on this part of his journey and the wheels are turning and it's taking him to justice Mm -hmm. and that justice might be the unpredictable event do you know what i mean yeah or maybe his journey is around the wheel and he's been riding pretty high and now he's coming to the justice card, and the justice card is when he hits the other side of the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. There could are a lot be good, of, could be bad. I know. And there are a lot of humans on the opposite side of that cart yeah. who want one thing and others want the other. And yeah. I hope we win. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Well, you know, I sure love for... A lot of things yeah. that I'll probably never see in my lifetime, but I work like I work for them like I will. Uh, absolutely. Plant that seed, hoping that you'll see the tree yeah. in, in knowing that you might not. Here's the thing, though, too. Every time I think that I won't see something in my lifetime, I remind myself that I'm married to my wife. Yeah. I really, really did yeah. not think that was going to happen. Yeah. And and so I I have to hold I, I me myself. I have to hold on to some hope. I also, there's such a, at least in the Western world, which is the only context I have because it's where I live. Yeah. And it's what I know. There's this, this, I think that the shift towards immediate reward Mm. has been so damaging because it makes us feel like we're not accountable for future generations. And so like, I don't have a kid. I don't plan to ever have a kid. That doesn't mean that I'm going to walk into the sunset with my middle fingers up and being like, <laughs> take care, I guess. Like, I I think it's so important, especially right now as we're in this 
moment of like almost kind of holding our breath cosmically speaking Mm -hmm. that we we take this moment to remember the work we do now isn't even necessarily for us yeah and that has to be okay and that has to be it still has to be important enough to do people have written about this and we have i think i have a great therapist a shaw woman who is about 15 20 years older than me and she lived through the 50s and she's very aware of and she's native american (laughs) she talks about the fact that yeah things are bad but i cannot tell you how much worse they were jesus we really and and she goes i have the age and perspective to say yes of course we want more yes we deserve more we need more we're gonna have to keep fighting for more but things have gotten so much better and that's uh that's hard to remember sometimes especially when you lose people along Mm -hmm. the way like lives like it's hard when better still fucking sucks yeah it's hard it is because then you have progress yeah you have to work on that perspective remember that and it's hard yeah but just remember that the work that we do is so important yeah. And it's important enough to do even if we don't necessarily see the tree. We just see the sapling. That's right. And if you're watching Wheel of Time, which I know somebody is and I don't know if I'm allowed to say their name, but they talked to us on Instagram about it. <laughs> There's a whole episode that talks exactly about this. And I don't want to do any spoilers, but there's something there that... oh. Gosh, I just, I'm going to rewatch the series. I have to rewatch it. I haven't watched it yet. I will. Uh, I, and I've ordered all the books from, <laughs> from Main Street Books in Monroe, Washington. Okay. <laughs> uh, Turn left in 1,000 feet. <laughs> so, all right. Well, okay. cool. That's all I have to say. Yeah, same. About, yeah. Do you want to send up some sparks? I would love to send up some sparks. Let's do it. What's your spark today, Dada? Because I had justice today. I want to send my spark out to Jamila Jamil. Is that how I say her name? Jamila Jamil? Yeah. Jamila Jamil. She's from The Good Place. And also she has a great podcast called I Weigh. It's a podcast about shame. <sighs> She's just so freaking brilliant. And she calls people on their shit all the time. And, and her hit. own. Yeah, and her oh, own. Oh, she's so good at that. And uh, she still gets cast, which is really exciting and wouldn't have happened 10 years ago if nope. she was calling people out the way she... Because she, she calls people out. Yeah. And I just adore her. But I'm also going to spark the Lakota Law Center. Oh, okay, yes. I believe I've sparked them before. But I want to do it again. It's worth repeating. Yeah. For sure. There's so much work going on in so many communities, so many minority communities. But the Native American and Lakota Law Center are really focusing on climate change. And the doomsday clock is at 100 seconds right now. I don't know if you know about that clock. It used to be at seven minutes to midnight. We thought that was close. It's at 100 seconds right now. And it's all based on climate change. So they are really doing, you know, stopping the pipelines. And I think you, the person you Mm -hmm. shouted out last week, And the reason that I bring that up is because this is going to sound weird. (laughs) Us? Weird? No. I think there's hope because of that justice card Mm. and karma Mm. and action. Mm -hmm. The indigenous people, not just of the United States, but also in Canada, they are taking the lead on this and we need to follow. And I know some people already are. I know Mm -hmm. lots of people are working on this. That gives me hope. 
that that 100 seconds is going to become two minutes again and three minutes and seven minutes and a half an hour. I lock onto them on Instagram a lot mm-hmm. and I see a lot of progress and a lot of hope. So if, if that freaked you out, hopefully that can give you some hope and contextualize mm-hmm. that for you. And, and uh, those are my sparks. And in that same vein, follow the spark I, I sparked up yeah. last week. I sparked yes. up. That's still funny. <laughs> follow the spark I put up last week because um, she's really putting pressure on. Wow. She has a very cool shirt that I want very badly that just says bully oil executives. Yeah. <laughs> she also is calling TikTok out on their oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, constantly. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Because um, TikTok is problematic in a lot of ways. But um, yeah, make sure to check her out. Um, it's so funny that and you. say her name again. Uh, it's show me your mask. Thank you. This week, I also, because we were talking about justice and the mm-hmm. wheel turning, I wanted to call out a TikToker that I like very much who we follow on Instagram as well. Her name is Chelsea Hart and her handle is Chelsea Hart is me. And she brought to my attention and I'm sure the attention of thousands of other people, the like exactly what's going on over in Serbia right now, oh, which right. I will not talk about right now because I simply cannot Yeah. Uh, with any level of co- <laughs> composure or um, I can't be thorough and, and educated as much as I'd like to be. But, uh, but that's why you're that's why I'm sending, sending up, people to yeah, her so we can learn more about it. That's why I'm sending you to her because she knows the things. Also, she's extraordinarily funny. Like, she, her, oh, God. Another bit of merch I want is the tote bag that just says, he did not like this. <laughs> because she calls out, you know, dudes who really don't stay in their lane. And um, it's very, very fun and good. And so she's like funny but super informative and incredibly talented and if you can check out her lives she does lives all the time awesome and um yeah check her out we follow her on instagram so you can find her on our instagram and i'm also gonna tag her as i always do yes you do chelsea hart is me and i i don't follow her on tiktok yet so i'll start oh you better yeah it's good stuff all right uh yeah so take a breath you're doing great It's Uh, all going to be okay. It's going to, one way or another, that wheel turns, baby. It really does. Rely on your magic. Mm -hmm. Rely on yourself. Mm -hmm. You've got the power inside. You've got the power. (laughs) Okay. That's it for this episode of the Tarot series. Yeah. But uh, until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening, and we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray! On TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. 
Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.